0: friends, it's us. I'm Steph Beagle. And I'm Lauren Abney. And this is Well Behaved. We believe balance is a bit overplayed and way overrated. We've embraced finding our perfect blend of wellness with a twist of tequila. This podcast
1: delivers wellness remixed from face slapping facials to the ABCs of CBD. Living your best life and finding what's right for you is what it's all about. Let's do this. Hey, Beeks. Hey, babe. (laughs) Did you know that we're tequila ambassadors? Self-appointed. Yeah, we really... I mean, at the end, I think that she probably said that she wants us to be tequila ambassadors for 21 Seeds Tequila, our new favorite tequila in the entire world. In the
0: entire world. No, I mean, I don't know why I can't stop smiling, but then I think about it and it's like, tequila is life. We drink it every day. We just did a podcast episode all about tequila. The end. You're welcome. You're welcome. Cheers. Like... Get excited. This is an awesome episode to learn why tequila is the best. It was so cool when she explained the distilling
1: process. I've honestly never thought about it, but essentially tequila is this pure, clean, Evaporation and then rain of alcohol that falls
0: down and then you put in your mouth and then you don't get hungover and you feel really happy. You have and the best it's time delicious, and you have fun. Totally. And she gave an amazing assortment of recipes and it sounds like there's more. But truly, like we are tequila ambassadors and we built this podcast for sure focused on wellness, but we love to have fun and tequila is well and fun. And well-behaved. And well-behaved. Well Somehow in there. Somehow. So we, we like Wait, to, what do we say? We like to say stay well and somewhat behaved. That's on brand. We're so good at what we do. <laughs> Cheers, friends. <laughs> Enjoy this. And we hope that you drink while you listen. Unless you're driving, then don't drink. But the rest of the time, drink and listen. Love you.
2: <laughs>
1: Okay, well-behaved friends. Man, we're drinking today. We are drinking. We are drinking today. Today, we have the co-founder and CEO of 21 Seeds Tequila, Kat Hontas. She is... Go ahead.
2: Hi, ladies. Uh, I am thrilled. Thrilled to be here with the two of you.
1: I mean, I'm not kidding. You are our life inspiration. You are own a female-founded, clean, delicious tequila brand with your sister yeah. and your friend. I mean, Pretty goals, cool. hashtag goals. It's upsetting almost that it's not us, but I'm happy that you're with us today.
2: We're so jealous. Um, we're, you guys are ofi- officially part of our season squad yeah. by extension.
1: Yes, Woo. girls call the shots. That's right. Well, we're going to talk right. about that. We're going to talk about... Um, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> this happens sometimes, What's too. It, well, this is Stanley. What?
2: Yeah.
0: Hi, Stanley.
2: Oh, my that God. When pizza again. gets here. Yeah. When pizza gets here, my my little doggy, when he gets here, I'll have him come over and say hi. He's okay. Not, you know. Amazing. Oh, he,
1: he has uh he bad behavior for like five minutes out of the day, and it's usually when we're on a podcast. All right. Oh, yeah. Put Thank you so much. So taking it back, yeah. we're going to talk about a few things today. We're going to talk about how tequila is, uh, we'll say healthier for you. We're going to talk about how you started a company with your sister and your friend. We're going to talk about your priority of women, both in your partnerships, both throughout your company. But the first place that we start with everybody is just understanding what is your definition of wellness? What does it mean to be well to you?
2: So wellness for me, I think is very much in line with how you all think of wellness in that it's about, um, like balance and not feeling like you're missing out on anything, right? Like enjoying the moments, uh, when you choose to eat or drink or, or, you know, like whatever you're eating or drinking in that moment. Like I, I want to make sure that it's most delicious. I want to be all in, you know? And I don't want to have to, like, I don't want to think about things like I'm, I'm missing out, like I'm on a diet or I'm, I can't partake in that. And I think that's the way that you sustain wellness, like, throughout your life, right? You can't ever feel like you're missing out on something. So, um, and it's really, it's also such a big part in, in 21 Seeds and in how I think about our cocktails and uh, when I'm drinking and what I'm drinking or what I'm eating. Like, I never want to sacrifice on taste. I never want to, like, back into a calorie count. You know, I just want to be sort of mindful about what I'm putting into my body. That's, that's really what it's about. Hell yes. We're so
0: aligned.
1: We're in it for the long haul.
0: All right. So optionality, we love optionality. So we love wellness, but as much as we love wellness, we love friendship and we're tequila obsessed. I think we told you, but we have like nicknamed ourselves tequila ambassadors, although no one's actually asking us to be an ambassador for anything. But just know that every single day we live a tequila life. And I think I told you, but my nickname that I nicknamed myself is Tequila Beaks, because when I drink tequila, there is no one more fun. Would you agree? You're
1: the best version of yourself. (laughs) I know.
0: There's like, and it's, I mean, I just, I can't even explain to you. Maybe one day we'll get to have drinks in real life, obviously 21 Seeds, but we love tequila so much. We try to get people on the tequila bandwagon and we've done a really good job of making other people my
1: husband constantly is like, did you force all your friends to drink tequila? Because it is not yeah, my mom drinks it, all my friends drink it, but it's the right thing to do. It's the right And thing I think we're going to learn why.
0: So here's the deal. We'll stop talking about us and talking about our love for tequila because we invited you on this podcast to talk about us. But we would love to know, give us the
2: story of 21 Seeds because we are here Total. for it and so are our listeners. Tell us everything. I- I will tell you everything. And by the way, I am asking you to be our tequila ambassadors. Are you kidding me? I would love that. Um, all right. So where did it all begin? Um, about nine years ago, I, I was actually not really a tequila drinker. I was a wine drinker. I drank rosé. I drank Sablanc. Blanc. Um, I just sort of finished my day with a couple glasses of wine. And I it, it just started not agreeing with me. I wasn't feeling great. So I went to my doctor and I was like, uh, what's going on? I'm like, uh, I've been I, like, I'm not sure what's going on with me. I must be sick. And he's like, nope, let's look at what you're eating and drinking. And he's like, oh, there's the culprit. And it was the wine. He's like, you have got to stop drinking fermented spirits. And this is the, you know, we've wondered, like, why is tequila better for us? But we don't really know why it's better for us. This is the why. Right. Mm. And, and, and really, like, truly, my doctor prescribed me. To move from wine to tequila, I'm And am so said into was your a doctor. doctor. It is the doctor's orders. <laughs> it's
1: doctor's orders.
0: It was
2: doctor's orders. It was on doctor's orders. And basically, what he said was this: He said anything fermented, right? Right, which is what wine is. Any fermented spirit, like wine, beer, um, all of those culprits, like champagne, all of that stuff. As you, you know, over time, it gets harder to metabolize those things because what ferment there's still like a lot of living matter in fermented that goes away when you move over to distilled so when you you when you go to distilled spirits right like which is what tequila is um you take that wine right like because that actually the first step of making tequila is you make a, a you make a wine you make agave wine first and that's lower abv right lower alcohol level it's basically exactly that you put the yeast in To agave syrup, right? Basically agave juice. You put this this the yeast into agave juice and it it turns it into a wine. And then you take that liquid, right? Which is liquid, and then you you boil it. And alcohol has a lower boiling point than water. And so the alcohol burns off first, it evaporates, and it goes up the still. And then when it gets to the top, you cool it and you basically make rain and the rain is the tequila. Tequila, rain down on me, Lady Gaga. Love <laughs> it. Like, right? We're with you. Rain down on me, tequila, baby. That's it. And that's Blanco tequila. And you discard the, the the liquid, right? And in wine, you don't. So like, you know, anything that was in those grapes, you know, the reason why you can taste so much in a wine of like where the soil it was grown in or the area which it came from, the terroir, Right all of that is because you're, it's, it actually, you are tasting it. It's still in that liquid. And so any like pesticides that happen to get in there, if they didn't wash the grapes before they, uh, before they fermented, which is pretty common practice for the majority of wines that are out there on the, on the market. Like if you didn't, um, if anything like flew over that field, even say it was organic, but like anything compromised those plants at any time, you are still drinking that. So it's almost impossible to really keep it clean, and so when you move over to distilled, you're basically just drinking alcohol. Um, and so that is the big difference. That's where like any white spirit is winning in terms of just drinking cleaner. And so, then that's even better. What the big, the big, the only reason to jump in here so excitedly is because the other big thing is if you really want to drink clean, you're actually better off drinking a blanco than an aged tequila, which actually. You know, a lot of people. It a they're more expensive, and um, a lot. You know, that's where a lot of flavor might come from in the aging of the tequila in those barrels. You know, and you kind of get those vanilla and caramel and whatever notes. And it, the tequila goes from being white to being, you know, a, a brown liquid. Um, it's great because it imparts flavor. True, but it also things from the wood. Leach in there, and those are like called congeners, and those give you headaches. So hmm. it's kind of funny, yeah. So if you really want to you want to be drinking the cleanest, the best thing to drink is a white spirit. Okay, well, um, luckily and, we're doing yeah. a
0: really great job over here because I well and well, Lauren, well done, girls. Lauren likes reposado and I do like, I I like Blanco.
1: I like a reposado on
0: the rocks. I think the flavor is delicious, but I also, I mean, you're down for Blanco. 75% I'm drinking Blanco. Okay. But here's my other thing. Two other things that I need to say. One, I also am very allergic to wine and it's like a newer thing, but, and Mm -hmm. like doctor, no doctor told me to drink tequila, but I (laughs) prescribe myself, but you were allergic or it wasn't sitting right with you and you're like I need tequila and then you decided to go make your own tequila and start your own company right. like let's talk about like how the hell we got there
2: <laughs> <laughs> right i know you and my husband both wanted to you know, know cuz you how could just got. buy tequila yeah, you <laughs> could also <laughs> buy
0: tequila like you know at your local binnies. but i'm so excited to hear how we made that transition yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, okay. So, for, so once I even got my diagnosis and I was like, okay, I'm not drinking wine anymore. I was drinking this Blanco tequila. I was like, okay, what am I going to do to this Blanco tequila to make it delicious mm. and easy to drink and not smell like tequila? And, you know, I, I wanted to be able to drink it every night. Like I was drinking the wine and, you know, back to the, your point on wellness, right? Like, I didn't want to just drink to get drunk or to be buzzed. I want to actually look forward to that cocktail because, mm-hmm. you know, I was a mom with two kids and I woke up for my coffee. Like I love coffee in the morning and I want it to be perfect and delicious. And I would look forward to those cocktails at the end of the night. Like I wanted to enjoy it. I didn't want to just drink it just to drink it. So I love to cook. And I thought, you know, I'm just gonna infuse this Blanco and see what happens. And again, this is like nine years ago before like Oprah was infusing. So nobody was really talking about infused tequila back then, right? Pre-Oprah. And, uh, honestly,
1: didn't know that Oprah I mean, was an infuser. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God. She's a total, she infuses. She loves infused tequila. So um, so yeah, so I started infusing it and it completely changed it, right? Like it didn't smell like tequila anymore. It was now really smooth. It, it had cut that bite, that harshness of tequila. And, um, you know, and, and it tasted amazing. And I could just drink it every night. I even would pour it into a wine glass with some club soda and a slice of orange. And that's basically what I drink every night. I do the Valencia orange club soda slice of citrus. That's my go-to. And I'll drink, you know, one or two of those a night. Um, And I just did that for years and years, like literally for like eight years, I just did that. And all my friends, you know, they'd come over, they would try it, they would love it. They'd ask me to make them bottles. I was making bottles for friends. I was making, you know, this is how I would entertain. I would enter, if you came to my house for a party, I would just put out a, what I call a seed and soda bar, right? I just put out before it was, now I call it a seed and soda bar. Back then it was just my tequila, a bunch of different club sodas a bunch of different garnishes and you just make your own cocktail and it allowed for like flexibility and people were just really enjoying it. And it never dawned on me that I would start a tequila company. Like I wasn't thinking, Oh, I'm going to turn this into a business one day. But then after, after all of those years and so many people asking for the, for the tequila and, um, and you know, I was making a lot of bottles for people at this point because the same thing as, as that was happening, there was this new trend that was rising, right? Which was like exactly like you girls, right? A lot of women were starting to move over from wine and beer and champagne, but really wine and champagne. And they were coming to tequila, right? That, that trend was also simultaneously happening. And what they were doing is they, they were buying like a Blanco tequila, that was like a good blanco right like a decent priced blanco and then they were just squeezing a bunch of fresh lime juice into it to make it not taste like tequila and then they would you know taste mine and they'd be like oh can you just make me a bottle of that cuz what i'm doing is like they were drinking tequila for the wellness reasons but not necessarily cuz they love the taste mm-hmm. and you know what i mean and so when they would taste 21 seeds what that soon became 21 seeds they were like, oh, this tastes so good. It almost doesn't even taste like tequila anymore. It's like this other type of spirit. And so once I started to get, like as I was seeing that trend happen, uh, sort of building, I thought maybe there is something here. And so it was at that point, this was about two years ago that I finally thought, you know, maybe this is a business. And at that point, of course, I had no idea how you would start a tequila business. I didn't even understand like, you know, that tequila has to come from a region in Mexico, Jalisco, and it has a designation of origin, which means you can't call it tequila unless it comes from there and is made there. Um, It's like champagne or, or like cognac. It has to come from that area. So So I was like, huh? Okay. So, you know, like, okay, let's like look into this. Like, how do we do this? And so I knew that this was going to be a huge undertaking and I, I knew I wasn't going to do it by myself. So uh, I just didn't have the bandwidth to do it by myself and um, nor the the wherewithal. Like I didn't like, how do you, you know, like, what are the financials? What, is, like, how do you write a business plan? Like how do you model something out and project and like where's supply chain? I mean, there's so many things. Um, so at that point I went to the first stop I made was to visit my sister <laughs> and um, she's amazing. She's my co-founder and, the the thing about Nicole that was so cool is that she's not only just a badass CEO or I'm sorry, CFO, but she also was the CFO of Refinery 29 at what? its inceptional. Yeah. What? Let's it see. Yep. Exactly. That's a
0: pretty good resource to have <laughs> <Yeah>, totally. <laughs> You're like just casually, casually, she was also casually, the CFO. Casually, she knows how to run a business. <laughs> totally.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no, totally. And so I was just like, if anybody knows you know, I knew I was going to be selling this tequila to women. And I'm like, you know, where do women discover things? Well, we're not discovering things. Uh, you know, we don't discover things in the same ways and in the same places that men do. You know, like we're not necessarily sitting at a bar talking to a bartender about the history of agave. You know, like we discover things online, <laughs> we, through social media, through online publishing. You know, like that's where we were finding our stuff. And so I thought, my God, there's no one who understands this space better than Nicole. So I went to her for some advice and, and, and kind of pitched her the idea. And she was like, she had seen that same trend that I had seen. And she's like, I'm in. So she she was totally in. So that was great. Um, then we were like, okay, now we need someone who really knows how to like make a product, right? Because um this isn't just like it's not like we're selling advertising like we we're actually we need to make something that goes on a shelf at, at you know eventually um you can also sell it online but like it will be on a shelf so um there we didn't have to look too far cuz i happened to be really good friends with this this our third co-founder which is Sarika and Sarika um is just super wicked smart stanford engineer and had spent her whole career making um products like if you had a concept that was in your kitchen she would help you get it from your kitchen to the shelf so we thought sarga's like the perfect next place to stop
0: i love that you just so. like at your fingertips had the dream team right you're just like I, you like drink a little yeah. tequila and you're like i'm gonna build a business and just so you know lauren and i drink tequila all the time i come up with business ideas and they just like die right they just they really, mean
1: the fact that she's done this in 2 years is, breaks, is a little bit heartbreaking yeah, because the business plans that we have that are well over 2 years are not in action correct. but okay so we'll take a moment no, to say you're I'm amazing no but i'm super <laughs> proud of you and i you know it's a really good point to find the people that are good resources that are complementary to you and that you want to work with right like you wouldn't we were, you were exactly. just going on upwork and being like hey does anyone know how to do financials you knew somebody that yep. was going to be able to do that and you wanted to spend time with them.
2: Exactly. Exactly. It's all, it's all like, you know, when, with the right intention, you know, it's kind of like also the concept of wellness, right? You just do it with the right intention. For sure. Like if you're going to, you know, think about why you're doing it and then you do it. And, and, and that's really what we did. You know, when I found Nicole and with Sarika, once we had the three of us, it's, we, we kind of stayed in our lanes, right? Like, it's like figure out the person that you're going to partner up with and then get out of their way. And so that really was why we were able to come to market so quickly. Um, And what we did was we really went, we went into that tequila aisle and we, we just, we first of all talked to anyone who would talk to us, you know, just introduce us to people. This person has a friend, you know, I know a guy or I know a girl and we would just talk to anybody, just get as much information as we possibly could. And then we, you know, we did, we took a a walk down that tequila aisle. And this was, again, two years ago, and we thought like, what, you know, what's going on in the aisle? And there were all these tequilas that had come on the market. All of them were really being marketed like scotches and whiskeys and, and not at all like speaking to our girl and how she was drinking the tequila, which was like light and spritzy and bright. And like, basically like, let's make a, a, a less sweet version of a margarita or a less sweet version of a paloma. Like I think in general cock this brings me to just cocktails right like cocktails in general I have such a problem with because I feel like it's almost like DJs you know <laughs> in that, like who are you making you know who are you playing this music for is it for the guests or for yourself you know and I feel like somewhere along the way like cocktails got so complicated and I don't know that the level of complication made them any better you know it just made them like more caloric to be honest with you it's like Anytime you add, like, you take an alcohol, then you add a liqueur on top of it. Like, the liqueur is like the death trap of a, of a cocktail. Oof, yeah. It is, it is more caloric. It has more sugar in it. And it. it, it ironically, it's sort of positioned that it is premium. Like, it's a Cadillac margarita, right? If it has, like, Grand Marnier or Cointreau or triple sec in it. And it's like, great, I'm paying more it's now turned it into basically the four to 500 calories, which is like the equivalent of two Snickers bars. Like think about that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, no, thank that's you. Definitely not. <laughs> also
1: with all that sugar, that's what's going to make you up the hangover. So even if you had the nice tequila with it, then likely you are exactly. going to move into the hangover state, which is we moved to tequila, A, because we like the taste, but B, we can't be dealing with hangovers anymore. It's no. just a no way. No. No. So I think, you know, what's super important is, the the quality of the ingredients and and that takes me to this idea that you now you're infusing right and you've created this business but you're infusing exactly. with really quality ingredients as well so we need two things we need to know right. what the hell does infusing mean like are yeah,
0: you like, yeah. is it juice feel, yep, yep yep there's a lot of infusing virgins yep. out there so We're, let's let's start yep, there okay. yep
2: yeah and I'll tell you a funny story when we, when I first started it, when I first started infusing the tequila just for myself I would do it in a Brita. Right. So I would take a Brita, I would take a a just regular Blanco tequila, and then I would put the fruits. And the first, the first, literally the first infusion I ever made, and it might sound completely random, was actually the cucumber jalapeno one. Mm -hmm. That was my first one because I love spice. Like I like spicy. um, Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I like these two things together, you know, and, and, I just tried it. And so I would play with it. It took a while, right, to figure out like the spice level that you wanted, where it was like, gave you the spice, but not so much so that it like burned your mouth. It's not like it's like, it's not like I'm trying to create like a fireball whiskey or so, like some crazy, you know, where I'm trying to burn the person. Totally. It was like, I wanted something I could drink a lot, you know, like often. So and not get, not get tired of. So I did the cucumber and jalapeno and I put that in a Brita. And so what I would do is I would take the um, jalapeno out first, always. So basically to your point on infusion, it's really like the way you make sangria, right? Like you just take fruit, you put it into the alcohol, you let it sit for anywhere from like, you know, 24 hours to longer, depending on the flavor profile you're looking for. And what happens is some of the alcohol goes into the fruit and some of the fruit goes into the alcohol. And that does a couple of things. One, it imparts flavor into the alcohol. And two, it makes it so it's not quite as strong, right? Because you lower the ABV a little bit because some of the alcohol goes into the fruit, right? So like our tequila is 35% ABV as opposed to 40% ABV, right? Um, And so regular tequila is a little bit, uh, has a little more alcohol in it than ours does. Um, So what that does is it's, it's more caloric, right? So alcohol is what gives you the calories. So ours is... Just a little lower calorie-wise, but more importantly, there's so much more flavor in it from the infusion that you then this is where the this is where you're winning, is that at the starting point, right? Because overall our tequila is not, it's it's not lower calorie than regular tequila by a lot. It's like two calories. It's almost negligible, right? Mm-hmm. But where you but where you finish, where you're starting, right? The starting point is now. You don't have to do much to our tequila because it's so smooth and it's got so much incredible flavor in it, but it's not sweet, right? And so you don't have to do much to it. You can just add club soda and it's done or, and then you're under a hundred calories, or you can make a, you know, a, a margarita with just literally a quarter ounce. So that's like a half a teaspoon of fresh lime juice or ha- and half a teaspoon of simple syrup shake that up and you're done, That you don't have to do anything else. So we're just a better for you cocktail, not because you're using like Splenda or some, you know, you're not using some artificial anything. You're still using natural stuff. You just have to use a lot less of it to make a really delicious, great tasting cocktail. Like whether it's a Paloma or a spicy margarita or regular margarita, all of our cocktails, I do all our recipes and I just I always like to take the flavors of the cocktails that we love, right? Like a mule, for example, say, you know, like we make an amazing meal with our cucumber jalapeno, but I'll use like in the shaker, I'll add like fresh ginger and put some fresh mint in it and, um, and a little bit of lime juice and just a splash of simple syrup, shake all that up, strain it, add club soda, and you get... The flavor of ginger beer. Oh, That sounds amazing. That I, am, I am thirsty.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I was like mentally writing it down, then I'm like, oh wait, we have a podcast, and I can hear it back, and so that's great to know. <laughs> we think about a lot of times. Like, I go to I go to a restaurant and I order like tequila on the rocks with like a splash of soda and lime. And I'm like, this is so fucking basic, excuse my language, but it's because I don't need, you know, that like foo-foo cocktail, but I want to be able to get some of that like extra taste and excitement. So we, yesterday we're on a boat and we brought a bottle of the Valencia orange There was, I'm not going to name how many people were on the boat because then when I tell you we finished the entire bottle, I think that would make us sound like we really got after it. So I'm not going to say anything, but what I'll say to you is that I felt like it was such a treat. We added Topo Chico Uh and we shook it up, added some ice, you know, ice is a thing. And everybody on the boat was like, what the fuck is this? Because it (laughs) felt like this indulgent, amazing cocktail, but all it was, was clean infused 21 seats tequila with a little bit of Topo Topo Chico and we were living our best life. So first and foremost, thank you. Thank you. No hangover today. And I will say it just elevated our tequila experience. And as ambassadors- we're grateful for
2: twenty-one seeds, <laughs> as the newly appointed ambassador, exactly. the heads of the ambassador, yeah, uh, yeah, self-appointed, self-appointed, <laughs> <of 21 laughs>
0: but we like we. I mean, we would never. I like, love it. We really we get it now. We understand, and today we're having the grapefruit hibiscus. Lauren is a huge spice fan, so like she's going to go down that route for sure. But you you oh, nailed sure. it when saying like I think you start from a place that's already elevated. It's not nice. just this like kind of, and it's still smooth and yep. it's still clean. Yeah. And, and what I appreciate yeah, about yeah. it is it's not a batched cocktail, right?
1: right? Like you're not adding yes. juice to the yes. to the bottle. You, it is a yep. tequila that has been infused with certain flavors. So it's a hint of flavor. It doesn't taste Correct. like sugary. It doesn't taste. It is yep. actually the epitome of well behaved because Literally. it's a better for you cocktail.
0: Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Wait. So Kat, yeah. now that, I mean, you gave yeah. us a little bit, but that we're definitely going to make that mule. Is there, if you were to name yeah. one other recipe <laughs> that you totally love, what would it be that you make?
2: Yeah. Um, okay. Oh my God. There's so many. I just, I feel like we have to definitely go offline and I'm going to give you tons. Fine. Great. But, um, let me give you two. Okay. Great. One, one, one is just my, like another go-to favorite of mine, um, that I literally often will just have, this is lunch for me. Oftentimes this will just be lunch. Like if it's a weekend, if it's a Saturday and I'm like, mm, what are we going to have for lunch today? I'm like, mm, let's just do a frozen mango Rita. Oh. And basically it's awesome because it's, it's, I you literally take frozen mango. So I'm like, look, I'm getting my fiber and I'm getting fresh mango. Like, this is great. This totally. is almost like a mango salad, right? It's almost like a salad. So um I'll take frozen <laughs> mango, put it in a blender. So a bag of frozen mango, put it in the blender, Then uh, to that Valencia orange, the Valencia orange and ice and a little bit of water because you need some liquid, right? A little more liquid than the amount of tequila that you're pouring in there. A little bit of water and um, honestly, a a splash of simple syrup, depending if the mango, sometimes mango can be not even like I'll buy organic frozen mango. Sometimes it's still not sweet enough just because of the nature of our Produce these days, you know, it mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily always taste like a mango in Costa Rica. Say, but um, but so it might need a splash of simple, but blend that up. That's it: tequila and and frozen mango. And blend it up with some ice. That is, is most then definitely then lunch.
0: That's totally lunch. We're totally in.
2: That is lunch, and do it with a tahini rim. Oh no! So question. do you know what tajen, Yeah, done, done. So yeah. that with a tahini rim, I swear to God, it's. Beyond. It's so good. It's so good. It's fro and it's frozen. And you really blend it until it's like smooth, like a smoothie, right? It is so delicious, you guys. You are gonna die. okay? Okay. So you have to try that this weekend. And then, um, and then the other thing that is just super, super surprising, which is a really fun cocktail for fall, is we do this thing called the seed and cider, which is basically the Valencia orange. And so it's like equal parts. So it's like two ounces of Valencia orange, two ounces of apple cider or apple juice, but just like you know Martinelli's apple cider, right? Like the clear. And I know this sounds completely wackadoodle, like weird, like you wouldn't think to put tequila with apple juice. When I tell you, okay, so it's that two ounces of that, two ounces of apple apple cider, and then it's a quarter ounce of orange juice, quarter ounce. So when I say quarter ounce, think about this, this is like a teaspoon, right? So it's quarter ounce of um, orange juice, quarter ounce of lemon juice, and then a quarter ounce of simple syrup. And you put all that together, give it a quick shake, not a very long shake, quick shake. That with a tahini rim is... I don't even like apple juice. Like I don't drink apple juice and I don't eat apple pie. I like apples, but I don't <laughs> like those That's, two. Textures. I get you. I totally get you. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like no, a she's a purist, I apple mean, purist. And I
0: also, just so you know, side tangent, like tomatoes are my favorite food in the world, but I really don't like ketchup and I don't like warm tomatoes. So we can talk about this later, but I get you. Exactly.
1: I want to wrap with something that I think is super important. And, you know, we know that your mission is Girls Call the Shots. You guys leverage a distillery that is female owned and operated. You just talk to us a little bit about why that is so important to you and how that differs from what you see throughout the rest of the alcohol
2: industry. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, right? It's it's really amazing and a real testament, I think, to um, the fact that Well, first of all, the majority of the alcohol industry, right, is male-dominated. I'm all, Yeah. (laughs) Shocker. Shocker. Um, All aspects of it, right? From like, they are the gatekeepers, you know, from like the distributor who who sells, we sell to a distributor, distributor sells to the restaurants and bars and the retailers, and then they sell, you know, to the consumer. um, That's you guys, right? And all of those. Along the whole supply chain, really, like the sales chain, it's all so much of it is male dominated. So, and 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 then even like the big owners of the of, of of brands, you know, like Diageo and Bacardi and Constellation and those ones that own many of the brands that we all know, those are very heavily male dominated as well. So you can imagine when everything is so male, male, male. Um, you're, you're not, it's going to have to come from the innovation's going to have to come from the outside, right? It's, it's like us, like outsiders coming into the game with just a different perspective. And for us, it was like from the onset, I was really making this product for myself, right? I needed to solve all of my pain points. I was a mom. I needed it to be easy to drink, not fussy. I wanted it to be, you know, smooth and casual and all of that. And I really thought about all her pain points. And that was how this product was designed and I can pretty much guarantee that this would never have come out of one of those like focus groups or those labs, you know, because it's just, it would have gotten shut down at so many turns. Like, you know, when they brought it up and like, what do you think about the name? And they're like, mm, nope, that's not a tequila name. You know, like, Right. of course, it was our hope that we would find, you know, women in Mexico who are making tequila. But to be honest with you, there aren't very many of them. And so... Um, our distillery is actually the most winning distillery in Mexico. And it turned out to be owned by a woman, but that uh-huh. was not something that they were advertising. Uh, isn't that crazy? So, cause down there, it's not a big selling point to be owned by a, a female, right. you know, and to have, and so when we went and visited the distillery, we had already sort of chosen it based on the quality of the product. And that was first and foremost. And then we when we took a tour we were like what are all these women doing here because we hadn't seen that in any other distillery and then we were told the uh, the woman there was a woman giving us the tour she was the the manager of the plant and she was like yeah our owner is a woman and she really cares about hiring women and she even staffs she makes their hours um start and they coincide with their children's school schedules um so they don't have to get extra child care because they can't afford the extra child care so the whole thing, we were just like, are you kidding me? You know, that where you just look for signs and that's probably part of luck too. You know, luck is in my mind, luck is just reading the signs, right? Like being open to seeing the signs. That to me is the lucky, the luck in life, right? It's
0: probably dorky to most humans how excited we are about tequila in general and what you've built and the fact that we are literally probably not going to drink anything else at this point. So thank you for that. But the story is empowering and obviously as two best friends who also work together. It's just it's you've you've taken our dream and done it. So we're gonna try to just repeat after you.
1: I think she's lit our I love fire. It. Yeah, she's right? like, lit that, your fire. It's amazing to see an inspiration and we're grateful to have a product that really fits what we want. So you built for yourself, you built for her, but I don't think you knew you were building for us. Thank you.
2: I love it. I love it. And ladies, if you need anyone to look at your business plan, I will nominate my sister, badass CFO. Done. uh, To take a look at it for you. So there's that. Perfect. You're really making our dreams come true then, right?
1: Okay. So um, where can listeners (laughs) find 21 Seeds Tequila?
2: Um, Yes. So because we're sort of uh, different places nationally. I think the easiest thing is to just come to 21seeds.com and we have a find us page and you can type in your zip code. We have like tons of buy buttons on it and that's probably the fastest and easiest way to do it. But like if you're based in California, we're in um, all the BevMo's and Total Wines and a lot of Total Wines throughout the country in Chicago, in 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 Illinois, we're in Beanies and Liquor Barn and um, and expanding, you know, Quick, quick, and quick as can be. Like next year, you're going to see us everywhere. That's because 2021 you have Chicago ambassador. Right <laughs> yeah. That's right, because of our Chicago ambassadors. But I'm going to say it right here on your show first. 2021 is the year of 21 seeds. We we
0: believe it. Woo! <laughs> Let's get drunk. No I'm kidding. Okay. Um, well, we love you. And how can they? Where do they find you on Instagram? What's your handle? 21 Seeds.
2: Instagram, 21 Seeds. The number two, one. Yeah, so the number 21 and then Seeds with an S at the end. And we will look forward to meeting all our new Instagram Seed Squad friends.
0: Amazing. We appreciate you and we cannot wait to drink with you soon in Mexico. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, girls.
1: Friends, this has been fun. Thanks for spending some quality time with us. If you need more of us in your life, We totally get it. Follow us on Instagram at WellBehavedPodcast.
0: Also, we aren't selfish. Tell us what you need and want to learn more about by sending us a note at WellBehavedPodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs. We prefer that anyway.
2: Until next time, stay well and somewhat behaved.